Let me tell you about Built Bar. I mean, we all love Thanksgiving. We all love food. Some of us like food more than others. I mean, I think we all probably like food the same amount, but I like a bigger amount of the food that we all love. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Built Bars. Good news. Built Bars are the best treat uh, out there. I, they taste just like a candy bar, but they're healthy. Uh, you know, they've they've got uh, low calories, uh, high in fiber, um, you know, all crap in it that you're supposed to eat and it's good for you, but they don't taste like that. It's built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Use the promo code BEC15. 15% off at built.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I know this is quite a statement, but I believe you will feel the same way. I'm going to tell you a story that broke yesterday that is the best news for saving our country and fighting back that I have heard in 20 years. I think this is going to, I think this is truly a turning point in our society and turning in freedom's favor. I'm going to share that story with you in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. It's a countdown to Thanksgiving and the holiday season, and it's time to look your absolute best with the best in skincare from GenuCell. Got a shipment of GenuCell yesterday. It was supposed to be a gift and until I got a text from my wife uh, t- informing me she was apprehending it for herself. So <laughs> okay. now that's not going to work. I'm going to have to rework that. Don't mess with Lisa, man. No, exactly. I just said, okay, whatever you need, honey. Uh, this Thanksgiving season, you can save up to 60% off of GenuCell's most popular packages at GenuCell.com. Uh, you can watch all of uh, wh- whatever you look at when you look in the mirror and you don't like it. You know, droopy eyelids, saggy jawline, uh, even annoying bags and puffiness. Watch them disappear before your eyes. They have GenuCell's immediate effects. You'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. Uh, there's nothing to risk here. You're, you're, you get to try it and, and, and see for yourself. From now until Thanksgiving, you can select your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout. Gift yourself a world-class spa experience with a luxurious Chamonix microdermabrasion treatment and a botanical-infused cleanser and toner. Go to GenuCell.com and use the promo code BEC35 at checkout. You'll get a th- an additional 35 bucks off right now. It's 60% off GenuCell's most popular products. Go to GenuCell.com and enter the code BEC35. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Code BEC35. Okay, America is America is in real trouble. We all know this, but what is the root of it? What is the root that has to be severed if you want to heal the nation and and uh, and bring us back to an understanding of what truth is? What's the root of the problem? Where did this really fester and begin? Uh, education. Education. Okay. Good. Uh, nothing's going to change until we change education. Hmm. I want to read this announcement to you verbatim because I think it is 
awesome. It comes from uh, Joe Lonsdale. He says, in the 20th century, American universities attracted exceptional thinkers in every field and produced an unprecedented wealth of knowledge. Our universities drove scientific progress, pursued truth, and cultivated an intellectually courageous and competent elite. They helped make the United States the most innovative, prosperous, and powerful nation in history. But today, our universities are failing to live up to that legacy. First, stagnant institutional structures have hampered universities' ability to achieve great things. The German model of dividing the university into distinct departments allowed for specialization and focus needed to progress in specific fields. But over time and specialization, uh, scholars began to be isolated and guard their fields from scrutiny. Former New York Times, uh, no, a, a great ground, great breakthroughs in American science since the Manhattan Project, such as the Human Genome Project, the Semiconductor Revolution, rocket propulsion, have mostly been the result of interdisciplinary collaboration, and few took place within one department. As hyperspecialization drove scholars deeper and deeper into departments, administrative growth at universities exploded, dragging down the entire institution with bloat and bureaucratic proce- uh, politics. Secondly, the the sacrifice of liberal enlightenment values have corrupted academic cultures in their own right. Our society recognized this by endowing universities with public money, trust, and power. In modern universities, all of these values have been lost, as, um, as has the legitimacy they impart. Robust debate on important topics is increasingly rare. Uniformity of viewpoint is increasingly demanded. Universities have been captured by new ideologies of intolerance that order subservience and quash those who think differently. The combined effect of these structural and cultural problems is that the elite universities are not attracting the best talent as often, nor producing the kind of leaders we need. Dr. Peter Bogosian, uh, who uh, previously taught at Portland's uh, state, will serve as one of the faculty. Many of the independent thinkers who don't adhere to the right academic categories and ideologies, those who might have become leading academics 50 years ago, now find greater self-actualization as entrepreneurs and technologists. Independent thinkers are repelled by intolerant and rigid intellectual environments. When universities are obsessed with hunting heretics, they become incapable of real creative achievement and fall behind. Bad careerist incentives discourage engagement with outsiders or even with those on the inside who diverge from consensus. In the shadows of these challenges lies a great opportunity. It is possible today for the first time in generations to build a new university to compete with top schools, one that attracts the most talented young people in the world and empowers them to pursue truth and innovation. We can today found a university that will prepare a new generation of leaders to think for themselves about all sides of an issue, speak truth to power and take power back from ideologues. 
I've spent my entire life founding and helping build mission-driven companies to provide long-term value to our society. I've made a great deal of money by doing so. This year, I'm embarking on a very different kind of venture, a philanthropic one that many have told me is crazy. But grounded in the same long-term mindset, I'm founding the University of Austin. The University of Austin is, at its heart, a project based on optimism. By getting the values, incentives, and interdisciplinary structure right from the beginning, we can restore the classically liberal university and the Enlightenment values that made our civilization what it is. We can show off something so compelling that it inspires a revival of the values of free inquiry and pluralism, not just in one university, but in hundreds of universities. And when we do, we can reclaim the civilizational uh, civilizational achievements that come from open competition of ideas. As we advance in science and technology and better understand our world and ourselves, we can partner with entrepreneurs to help billions live longer and more prosperous lives. We can find the best ways to protect our natural environment. We can help our fellow systems, uh, citizens find meaning in work and in life. Above all, an open debate will help us preserve the good governance and checks on power embodied in the American founding that make us free. Holy cow, is this fantastic. I'm an optimist on humanity and in, on innovation. I'm an optimist on America and our civilization. But optimism without action is wishful thinking. Zero-sum thinkers and pessimists have captured too many of our institutions. It's now up to us especially those of us with the resources to do so, to build new institutions that reflect the principles that we want to define the future. For me, there is nothing more important than making sure that future generations are equipped with the requisite knowledge, virtue, and responsibility to be stewards of a free society. It is time to build America's next great university. I am lucky to be joined in this Herculean task by dozens of courageous men and women, not least my fellow founders, Barry Weiss, Heather Haying, Neil Ferguson, fellow faculty uh, fellows, uh, including Peter Bogosian, Kathleen Stock, Ian Hersey Alley, and advisors including Robert Zimmer, Steven Pinker, Jonathan Haidt, Glenn Lowry, Tyler Cowan, wow, uh, David Mamet. It's a heck of a list. Here. Yeah, this is like a dream list of both points of view. Mm-hmm. Of both points of view, this will not be done by pursuing what is popular or what is conventional, and it will not happen overnight. We are challenging a jealous orthodoxy and expect to be scorned, mocked, and viciously attacked. But with a healthy amount of courage, determination, and yes, money, it can be done. And when we succeed and look back on this time, we will see that it is a small price to pay for all that we have gained from the choice to be bold today. Holy cow. You know, we have been saying for a while that the university system will collapse on its own weight and that education is going to have to change. 
but it wasn't going to do it before America collapsed on her own weight without somebody giving some sort of leadership and and uh, another option. I mean, really, you're down to Hillsdale as the only university you could go to this university uh, led by these people is remarkable absolutely remarkable this is the best news i have heard in 20 years you disagree with me i mean that's a pretty significant statement i'd have to think back at the last 20 but uh it's a great it's a great announcement can you tell me can you tell me anything that has happened in 20 years that has the ability to make a true lasting not only digital but brick and mortar difference i mean it's a really encouraging one right i mean i think it's it's obviously only part of the problem right the education has gone awry as we've been seeing in school board after school board long before college and so yeah. i think that that is but i mean you can only do so much this is a as they point out a herculean task yeah and and it's and it's only one guy and a group you know a group of scholars but it's one guy with money this opens the door and quite honestly shames other people really i think shames them well it's hard to figure out what to do in these situations i mean you know we we sat here a lot of shows sat on on the air and complained about let's say leaving people in afghanistan and like you know uh you and we're working with some other groups as well were able to do something about that but it's hard that's hard i mean i think if you hadn't pitched on the air hey help us uh you know don't donate to help us save americans from afghanistan and and, and persecuted christians you know a lot of people in the audience i think would have sat there and said well you know what can i do about this problem it's so big right the identifying an actual specific effort that can help is such a huge part of the problem and putting serious not only money but thought behind it this isn't just a i mean you look at the list of people involved here this oh isn't my. just a flippant hey we're starting no. a website you uh, it's by the way uh you austin.org uh, i mean the list is is fantastic a lot of people a lot of people see this as a problem and it's not just conservatives for once which is good uh this is this is great because this is the some of the best conservative minds and mm-hmm. some of the best liberal minds but classic liberal lines coming together Mm-hmm. Uh, and saying, let's let's show the world how to think. Let's show America how to think. This is a fantastic step. And I, I think as this progresses, you will see others that will start to step out in their own field and say, OK, the time is right. And we have the money because some big entrepreneur will step up to the plate and say, I'm redesigning the meat industry, I, the, the, hmm. the, uh, the meat processing plants, it is corrupt. I'm telling you, it's the closest thing to the mob. It really is the closest thing to the mob that I have seen. Um, and somebody's going to step up and go, all these farmers, all these ranchers, all, these, all of these people are all going to lose their livelihood because of these four companies colluding together. And... Uh, we can stand up that we have the money, we have the power, and we're going to stand up. And we're just going to build our own system. That's really the key is building a secondary society. And for something like this, when we're talking about a, a university, you 
you wouldn't be able to do this, I don't think, I don't know, 50 years ago, because there wouldn't be a market for it. Like, no. The market has been created by everyone going insane. Yes, <laughs> it has been. It <laughs> and has now been. there is a market for just normal truth-seeking in the classic way that we all used to do it. Now that's this outlandish idea. Right. And it won't matter because of the names. If, if let's say, well, we're not going to give accreditation to that school. With these names, they will, I think. Yeah, I know they will. But, mm. but even if they don't, go pound sand. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Only the political would care. Only the companies that were like, I can't hire you because you have a university degree from that. Then they mark themselves as somebody who is not not a free thinker and it collapses i'm, I'm telling you I, I wish i wish you and i just had three hours together today all in a row just in a room because i can tie all of the stories together today and it's all good news it is all good news now i want to temper that with a warning um because i i i came in today and i started looking at the news First is separate stories. And then I went, well, that one kind of fits with this one. And that one kind of fits with there. And this fits with that. You'll hear today, kind of a good news Tuesday. Um, you'll hear today. Uh, no, there's, there's real reason to be optimistic. It's going to be a fight to the end. But there's real good news. And I want to share those uh, with you because it's coming undone. It is absolutely collapsing on their own arrogance. And I'll give you the evidence of that throughout the show today. Stand by. Back in 60 seconds. Uh, we were just talking. The, the education of our children is so important. There is no one, no one uh, that has a bigger influence on your family for good than you. What you do in the, between your four walls of your house is more important than anything you'll do ever outside. Let me give you a quote. There will always be crisis, natural disasters, viruses, recessions, but people need to be free to make their own choices instead of demigods that want to take those choices away. They want to be in control and control us. Solid observation, right? It's a quote from the Tuttle Twins and the Leviathan Crisis. Uh, The Tuttle Twins books teach kids about the things that you want them to learn. American history, liberty, free markets, much, much more. In today's world, schools are teaching the kids the exact opposite. They are an enemy to freedom. Please get your kids and your grandkids the Tuttle Twins books today. They're a staple. They're a staple at my house. They should be a staple at everyone's house. Uh, Your kids will love them. Quite honestly, I think you'll love them just as much. Tuttle Twins are having, I mean, have you read Leviathan? I haven't. Did you read it? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. This one you can read now. It's in like 20 pages. And it's for kids. And you're like, oh, man, I bet that's a really good (laughs) book. Uh, 35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. Big discount off the normal price. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay. 
uh, there is a, there is a, a lot to uh, discuss with you. I, I, uh, I'm really I'm very excited. Uh, in a couple of minutes, we're going to, I'm going to show you how, I'm going to show you the beginning to, of the end of CNN. I mean, we've seen it coming for a long time, but I mean, it's over. It's over and it's over soon. Soon. Do we have that cut, Sarah? No. Um, uh, when you have people um, and stories like we're going to share with you in just a minute, there's no other way out. And they're going to compound all of these problems with arrogance. They are going to start getting more and more um, crazy about it. Do we have the clip uh, of the CRT um, from CNN, the anchor that's saying, I'm telling you, that's not being taught. <laughs> yes, it is. It's just not called CRT, you imbecile. Parents CNN. know it's been, their kids are being indoctrinated with critical race this theory in Virginia. Scott. And the Democrats wanted to deny it. I mean, and so well, it's the not parents in the curriculum. showed up because they don't like being lied to. I mean, just, just to be clear, it's not, it's not in the curriculum um, in Virginia. Uh, just, oh, just to oh, be... Oh, Brian, would you like me to... Here, let me just read you a few things. Just to... In 2015, while Terry McAuliffe was governor, the Virginia Department of Education promoted incorporating a critical race theory lens in education. You can still find it on the Department of Education's website. Still there. In February uh, 2019, a superintendent not, memo for the Virginia the... Department of Education promoted Senator, critical race theory and not... the idea of white fragility. It's not... It's not... I heard of the it yesterday. <laughs> I mean, there's a CNN anchor... Reading from the Department of Education website. And yeah, critical race theories. These these anchors are so stupid and so arrogant. No, the legal theory developed in Harvard is not being taught. It's a, yeah. It, it, a, it's a red herring, that argument. It's just... Yeah. And it's a dangerous intersection between being really dumb and really arrogant. Oh, that is a, yeah. That's a place you do not do want not, to stand. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't stand around those people. Bad, bad things are coming. Uh, and we'll show you the... Uh, I think one of the really big building blocks of CNN's defeat. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Standing up for what you believe in can be challenging. It is going to get harder and harder, and I have real sympathy for you. Uh, if you were at a job and you are being, you know, the CRT stuff is being jammed down your throat or the vaccines, I know you're struggling with that. Take a baby step here. Take a baby step and start distancing yourself from the old structure uh, that is all about oppression. And that is Verizon, AT&T. They're teaching that stuff. They're spreading it. Stop paying them. Send a message to them by switching to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. I'm not asking you to take a, a service that is less than. This, this, they're on the same cell towers, so you get the same kind of great coverage. They have better customer service, and you'll pay about half the price. Stop standing with the people who are working against you. Start standing with the people who are working with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Change now. Switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call them, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. You can support Free Thought as well by joining Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription.
Hey, don't forget, order, pre-order my new book, The Great Reset. Everything you need to know, The Great Reset. You'll find it uh, on Amazon.com. It is the rise of the 21st century fascism and Joe Biden and all the players. Uh, that is coming out in January. Order it now so you get it right away. Uh, we welcome to the program Pat Gray uh, from Pat Gray Unleashed, the program that can be heard on the Blaze Radio and Television Network. Uh, prior to this program, also available wherever you find your podcast. Pat, I don't know if you listened to the Megan Kelly show um, yesterday. Stu, did you? I did hear a good yeah. chunk of it, yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to all of it uh, this morning when I, I got up. It is incredible. It is the story of the guy uh, that Don Lemon assaulted in a Hamptons bar. Oh, wow. And, you know, mm. I I think I've read something about this, but not a lot. It's yeah. been mm-hmm. around for several months and or several years, actually. It happened years ago. Um, but you're not hearing anything. When right. you heard anything about Fox, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. But this guy's protected. And CNN is protecting him. And I want you to hear the accusation, and there are several witnesses of it. So we know this did happen, and it's true. This guy walks in. His name is Dustin Heiss. He walks into this bar in the Hamptons. He's a bartender. He has the night off. His boss is with him. Uh, They go into this bar. He sees Don Lemon. They're walking by, and he's like, hey, Don, let me buy you a couple of drinks. Uh, How about some lemon drops? And... uh, Don Lemon said, hey, man, I'm just trying to be left alone. And he's like, cool, sorry, and walks away. He's standing at the bar. A few minutes later, like 15 or 30 minutes later, uh, Don Lemon walks up to him at the bar. And I'm going to let him describe what happened. So I walk around the bar, um, and about five minutes goes by, and he walks, he comes around the bar and comes up to me, and he says, um, pardon my language, but he says, do you like me? Is that why you're with me and i said no uh, i just wanted to say what's up and i was just like what's this guy's problem and um i looked at my boss and in that moment he puts his hand down his pants and starts Who's he, aggressively he, can you start that uh, over don, you're talking about don go ahead yeah so after he says are you do you like me is that why you're effing with me and i said no just wanted to say what's up man and I look at my boss and I look back and he has his hand in his pants, rubbing himself aggressively. And he shoves his two fingers up underneath my mustache, thrusts my head back and says, do you like pussy or dick? And he said it like two or three times after that. And I just said, what the hell, man? And I just ran out the back door. Mm. So forgive my indelicate question, but when you say he put his hands down his his pants what kind of pants was he wearing and how do you know what he was doing in there well he was wearing shorts and i mean it was pretty obvious to everybody that saw him what he did that he was just rubbing himself and uh you know with impunity just pushed his hands up under my face enough to thrust uh, my head back okay stop and- uh. so this guy runs out of the bar he doesn't do anything except leave the bar he leaves with his boss and they're just standing outside, and he's like, I- I'm just, like, shocked. He said, and it's reminded me of me when uh, we had an incident. It wasn't sexual in nature, but it was a mm. violent incident. And mm-hmm. I, when it happened, I said exactly what he did. Did, did that just happen? 
<laughs> right? Yeah. I was hit yeah. by a guy, and yes. I'm like, was I just hit by an adult? That's what I said to, to <laughs> Pat. Um, the same thing, that's what he said. He's like, did this just happen? And uh, he's like, yeah. And he's like, should I go back in and say something or do something? He's like, no, man, leave, leave it alone. Right. So, well, and as he points out in the interview, what is it? What happens to that story if he do- goes back in and punches him in the face? Oh, he's a right. He's a he, homophobe, uh, he's racist, racist, uh, all these things. He's yeah. going to. He, they're going to lose no in the intersectionality battle there. Yeah. So he just leaves, and uh, he then the next day he's at his bar because he's a bartender, and Jimmy Fallon is at the bar, and they're. You know, Jimmy is apparently a very nice guy and knows everybody. And and uh, he was uh, talking to him. And one of the guys said, hey, did you hear what happened uh, to uh, Dustin with Don Lemon last night? And he's like, no. And uh, they start telling him the story. And uh, Fallon looks at him and goes, geez, why would he? What? I'm sorry that happened. And that's interesting because in theory, he would be able to testify that that story was told in the next day. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is, by the way, the Hamptons. So, you know, lots of rich people, lots of celebrities, celebrities, and they're all protecting themselves. Seems like a bizarre situation where like Don Lemon's in a bar one night and Jimmy Fallon's in the next night. But that's somewhat Mm -hmm. regular in that area. And and it is a very tight community. Uh, One guy spoke out uh, in his defense. Uh, and his employer found out about it, and they fired him. He was a private chef for some celebrity, and they heard that he had spoken out against Don Lemon and fired him for it. Jeez. This guy, wow. he said, at first, I didn't know what to do. I just kind of laughed about it. He said, but as the summer went on, I became the laughing stock of the community. He said, every bar I walked into, they're like, hey, how about a couple of lemon drops? Uh, and, uh, he was constantly mocked about it. And I don't know if it was necessarily, uh, mocking, like making fun of him, but bringing up a a bad incident in your life. He didn't want to be known as that guy. Uh, and, and also he talks about it. He said, you know, I felt, you know, afterwards I felt like my manhood was challenged. And as somebody who is a, a lifetime weenie. (laughs) Uh, uh, i can tell you that i don't have the ability to punch back i mean if somebody was like doing that to me Hmm. i it wouldn't even occur to me to punch back because or to punch because i don't i don't even know how to i think i would hurt my hand this is why i would carry a gun right i would throw it is it's what i would throw a punch and i know i would be like ow and everybody who witnessed it would go that how you throw a punch okay <laughs> we've seen you throw a ball and yeah, that's how we, exactly what it's we bad. said to you about that okay so it, it's really bad mm-hmm. and as somebody who has you know uh doesn't have a lot of masculinity in the first place because of things like that and made fun of as a kid sure that would really bother me walking out and then not doing it and then everybody going like oh you know you're the lemon drop it would have bothered me that I didn't do anything. Well, he said he was trying to get past it until he heard Don Lemon give this monologue. There is no standard way survivors talk about sexual assault. It isn't always a police phone call and a rape kit or a report filed with HR. Sometimes they don't talk at all for years, even decades. Sometimes a little comes out in a conversation with a friend 
partner or a doctor. And sometimes it comes out all at once. Why is it so hard to talk about? Well, part of it is fear and part of it is doubt. Will I be believed? Will I be blamed? Will I have evidence? Do I have to relive what happened? Will everyone judge me? And if I speak out, will it even matter? People are, are tricky characters. Innocent until proven guilty must remain the law of the land. But at the same time, some guilty people do cloak themselves in innocence. Mm-hmm. Remember, after all, Bill Cosby was America's dad not so long ago. Are we interested in truth? Are we interested in healing? Or is there, as there always seems to be these days, a political game being played with people's lives? Okay. So Gosh. he says, I couldn't. Incredible. I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. He's like, this guy is making him. He said uh, it, he had to move away from the Hamptons. He moved back to Florida. He's like, I couldn't take it anymore. And I just wanted to start my life over again. And uh, so he moved back. And he said, then that monologue happened. And he's like, this guy is holding himself up as being the pillar of virtue and the Me Too movement against sexual harassment. And that's what he did to me. And he's and so his lawyers came up with 100, uh, sorry, one point five million dollars to sue him civilly. And he said in it, it's not about the money because she said, is there anything you would settle for? And he said, uh, it would have to start with an apology and an admission of guilt. He said, that's all I want is that I did that and it was wrong and I apologize. And uh, that's the one thing Lemon's not willing to do. CNN is smearing Dustin. Yeah. Uh, and I just mm. I just I think this is a really important story for a couple of reasons. Uh, one uh it, it's a horrible story for for dustin heiss and it's an important story that these people can't sweep these celebrities what's the difference between this and uh and what's his name the guy in hollywood that did it for all those years and everybody knew harvey weinstein harvey weinstein well no no no, no. Wait, 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 wait. i know i know on <laughs> yeah. the levels but sure their responsibility they know this guy they know don lemon has done this and they're protecting him because he's part of their group. Okay? It's the same thing. When people see things and they're in their group, they don't say anything. So me too means nothing. The second thing is, this is CNN protecting Don Lemon, Cuomo, mm-hmm. and Jeffrey Tubin. It is becoming a, a sick sexual club. It does seem mm-hmm. to be the, uh, I don't know if it's the price to get in, maybe it's like one of those situations. Yeah. It's it's pretty creepy. Uh, one other quick detail here, Glenn, and I don't know if, Pat, if you heard this either. Uh, he said that Don Lemon has already offered him $500,000 for this to go away. Wow. So, like, that was really, really compelling evidence that this did happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, what's oh, going to... Oh, no, it, it did happen. Yeah. You know, it, it's such a weird and sick thing to do uh, to somebody that you know he didn't start you with that start there. that mm-hmm. didn't didn't just that wasn't the first time no. it happened he said anybody that acts like that in public with without any fear of mm-hmm. what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have that's a pattern yep he's done it before he's done something similar and I'll bet, again, many times and again we're talking about arrogance 
Yeah. The arrogance, the arrogance of Cuomo on night after night after night talking as a hero and a champion of women when he has sexually uh, uh, harassed a, a, a boss. As soon as she wasn't his boss, she, he harassed her. Um, and and he's held up as a champion to be the guy writing mm. the words for his brother and saying, I'm not involved at all in any of this. And it's all sexual harassment for Jeffrey Tubin mm. to to do that. How can anyone look at him seriously? How could any woman that's working at CNN look at him and not think of him in the corner of their screen masturbating and now don lemon look in their arrogance they will fail they are getting so arrogant so arrogant there's a dark side to that but the only thing that happens is failure with stupid and criminal arrogance failure follows every time back in just a minute built bar let me tell you about built bar uh built bar is a uh is a candy bar except my wife and Stu's wife would call it a protein bar it helps you stay in shape blah 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 blah, blah. uh yeah well I mean, I work out. I, I mean, I work hard. I work hard to keep yeah, a body like this. Hey, I don't. I actually working have, out is what you do. I actually have started. Really? I have. What What kind of movement are we talking about here? Uh, very little. Very little. Okay. Yeah. That's the, still uh, better than normal. Yeah. I have a trainer who's like, we're just going to get you to move. <laughs> we're going to inch into first. this one. Yeah, we're going to yeah. inch into mm-hmm. it. Anyway, uh, they're having their uh, Black Friday uh, uh, sale and a big announcement on Black Friday. They say big things are coming. Uh, I believe that this is a I think this is a candy company that has just figured out how to make candy healthy. Uh, And it's all made with real milk chocolate or uh, real chocolate. I don't know if it's milk or not. Uh, And it's really they're really, really good and healthy. It's built.com. Use the promo code Beck 15. Try one of their many, many flavors. You're going to love them or get a mix box. It's built.com. Promo code Beck 15. 15% off your order. Built dot com this is the glenn beck program glenn patton stew uh here on the glenn beck program still talking about don lemon yeah is is the guy that lemon did this to is he gay no was he's he, not was he kind of hitting on him no 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 okay he was i think he was now his excuse was oh it's just you know being nice so is it no nah, i don't think so i think he went and gave Don Lemon uh, being a know, little bit of a smart aleck. Yeah, being you know poking him. Hey, you uh, maybe I'll buy a couple of lemon drops. Don yeah. Lemon. Uh, it was just a uh, stupid. It's not material to the story why no. he did that. Yes. But it obviously but, pissed him off, and he stewed about it for a while, and then came, came over, over to the guy. I mean, he's stewing about something like that. I mean, come Don, come to have dinner with me and see what's said to me. No, and I know. Almost every I dinner know. table Thin skinned with children there mm-hmm. yeah. um so but i think he was very thin-skinned or or and or curious was the guy hitting on him yeah which is impossible the guy said uh, that don lemon was there with three men none of which were his fiance or husband mm-hmm. uh so 
we don't know. Mm. I mean, it could just be friends, obviously, but it didn't seem like he was Does not he a, have a fiance or husband. Yes. yes. Okay. A, 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 he uh. said that uh, he didn't know what he looked like at that time, but now he, in, since he has seen him and, and realizes he was not there. Okay. So we don't know what was going on, Interesting. but maybe he was thought he was huh. being hit on. So whatever happened though, it didn't warrant the no, response yeah, exactly. from Don no, 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 no. That's no, just no. ridiculous. Exactly. No, no, yeah. really, really bad. Arrogance. This hour, the arrogance of the universities coming undone. The arrogance of the media coming undone. More arrogance and things that are coming undone. The arrogance of the left prosecuting or persecuting people. It's also about to fall apart. More on that next. Next.